This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, 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 the gang's all here. Hey, How about here. that? about that <laughs> what's up after buzzers and welcome to the four life after show this mm. episode episode three brothers keeper was crazy i loved it quick thoughts real quick pause check mm. uh, amazing i mean it was wild frustrated but i liked it oh the story. Yeah. Mm. you know what jeff has had so much <laughs> to say that he hasn't been saying until like we start the show so I'm excited yeah, there's so much keeping it from us there's always so much we're going to talk about we got news and gossip we got special segment we got predictions but first and foremost let's go ahead and introduce the panel so we'll start to my far left we've got Dot McDonald who is a human rights activist and social justice interest each and every week she'll be here she's going to hold down the live chat coverage so she'll pop in, let us know what the people are talking about. Uh, seated to her right is Jeff. Uh, Jeff, this guy loves 50 Cent. <laughs> 50 Cent, big fan of power. And Facts. each week he's going to give us the special segment for Life and Black. And then seated to my left, our first time and we yeah, get to speak together. Yeah, I know. Really, <laughs> been emailing. Emily May, who Hi. loves Joy Bryant and all crime dramas. She's going to keep us updated with the latest and greatest news and gossip. Yes. My name is Keith Andre. I'm driving the boat. Mm. No, uh, the stallion. I'm just driving this boat. Where we going? <laughs> and I'm here because I actually want to be a lawyer. I was just talking about like studying for it. So you know, I'm trying to learn some things here by way of Aaron. But I feel like he's teaching all, not all, but some of the wrong lessons. Yeah. Um, but so without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump into it. Now I did want to start. The title is Brothers Keeper, and I feel like we got to see a stream of brotherhood throughout the episode. Um, what you guys think? I definitely saw the brotherhood, obviously, through Hassan and his brother, but also just seeing Aaron having that passion to represent Hassan. And I loved seeing the brotherhood when they were all waiting for the case to start. Just, like, mm -hmm. black men all mm -hmm. together in here for a purpose, fighting for one another. And that was one of the moments that was, like, really strong to me. And I was like... I want to see just more of this, and I can't wait to see what we do see more of that as he goes on and starts to represent other people. Yeah. yeah. It was it was cool to see their interaction in this episode because at first I was kind of hesitant when he was when the brother the cop was so hesitant to see his brother to respond to his brother and just because he was in he was in jail for certain reasons. I was feeling some type of way. I was like, dog, this is your brother. You need to go talk to him. And then there's still the hesit like the hesitation throughout the whole episode. It. 
my hesitation, my frustration was rewarded at the end because it made mm-hmm. sense. It showed a real life story. It kind of opened us up. We saw that we saw that his mother um, died, and that was actually reasons why he was mad. So my frustrations at the beginning were rewarded towards the end. Yeah, and I feel I feel like this episode was had a really really great storytelling structure. It really kind of revealed some really great things near the end as Aaron tried to to keep on fighting for this case for Hassan. And I felt like the brotherhood theme was really strong uh, in this episode. Just has has how Aaron is trying to represent these these inmates, and mm-hmm. he's kind of figuring out and navigating what that means in in prison and how he can still feel connected to. Um, the outside world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I completely agree. I think Brotherhood showed not only, I I think it was beautiful to see so many black men and to see that stream Mm -hmm. of Brotherhood and just camaraderie amongst them, Uh, but also we saw it in other ways with Aaron and the CO officer who kind of was looking out and and that bit as well. I wasn't super frustrated, so Jeff, I am going to challenge you there, (laughs) only because I feel like that shows way to like the real life side of it. You know, Mm. I think about my siblings, so I love all of y'all. I got five siblings but you know there are the you got problem children and there are things that kind of fray the relationship but like you said it was i feel like that was the writers and the storytellers really giving us that three-dimensional aspect because it would be too easy if the brother was like okay no i agree with you i'm saying that that at at the beginning that was my frustration with this specific character yeah Mm -hmm. there's frustrations with the rest of the episode (laughs) (laughs) but at the end of the day he held it down oh no 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 that's what i'm saying like i like that's i was frustrated at the beginning because i didn't think we were gonna get the reward that we did yeah. i didn't think we were getting the storytelling so that that's what where i was talking mm. about but i loved Got the you. whole storytelling learning about the mom learning why he was frustrated and seeing him kind of overcome that and like come together as brothers yeah and i think it also helps us to challenge kind of the way that we view prisoners or inmates because yeah. it's very easy to have like a level between and just think of them in one way but it really drives home the question like can people change do you trust them to you gotta see them as like real people and to your credit or to your point that backstory that we saw allowed us to like really get it and connect with uh both of them as brothers and seeing them come together um Mm -hmm. again as well but so we got to talk about Aaron as a lawyer because it was great for him to take on this case, but the whole time it's like, all right, well, Aaron, what what are you after? Because he did this specifically to get to the brother because the brother is a cop and you're still trying to get your police report. Tell me how we're feeling. Yeah. Well, I mean, I felt a little like, uh, uh-oh, I'm going to use just word. I felt frustrated <laughs> because, because I Keep felt like I, I don't want Aaron to always work and always take cases because there's an alternative motive. Mm -hmm. I want him to do it because he wants to do it. And, like, lawyers have to take cases when, like, it's really difficult and when it might not even be in the best interest for themselves. Yes. So, and I get he's, like, this this police file is really, really important. This is, like, his lifeline. So I get it. He's willing to do anything. And we've had this conversation of, like, figuring out how far and wondering how far Aaron will go. And I just felt like he's getting more people wrapped in his web, mm-hmm. and I'm worried that he's really, really going to hurt someone. And so I was a little frustrated that he was trying to navigate this this like court life by creating even more webs. I wasn't upset with that. I think that's what's making his drive mm-hmm. that much more intense, and that's what's making him go even like 
so hard. Yeah. So it's like, even though he has an alternative motive, he's going to go to the end of all ends for you because for you, it actually is something that's going to help himself. Yeah. So we, when you said, we talked about this, how far is he going to go? He's going to go as far as he needs to, mm-hmm. but I would still ask him to represent me because I know he wouldn't be just fighting for me. He'd be fighting for himself. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, like, I, that drive is, like, I love that drive. I love watching it unfold. Um, I'm just worried that he's going to, like, someone's going to get hurt. Oh, for so sure. That's all. See, yeah. the, the thing that, I agree with both of you. I think he definitely did what he needed to do, but he didn't do it the right way for me. He needed to be honest with his client, and he needed to be honest with whoever, whoever his clients are going forward, because I think that was a big disparity. He already has, um, his rep is already, like, not good with all his cellmates and all the all the people in the jail, how about you just be honest? Show them what you're doing. Also, I'm trying to help you, but also I'm trying to help me. They're like, oh, wait, that's smart. That's, that's it. it. I mean, just be yeah, honest. Just be open. It, it might yeah. not have been that easy, but just being honest, I think that would have been the best route for this one. I agree, and I think it's a learning experience, right? The next time, maybe he'll go about it different. Now, for me, I was unsure if he was going to go the extra mile for him as a mm-hmm. client. I was going to ask, you know, because I feel like that scene on the bus was was Aaron impacted by Hassan confronting him? Mm-hmm. You know, did that? I feel like that was a catalyst in making him do the work. You know, they had the case had been dismissed. He's like, oh, what's up? You know, you got this credibility factor. Like, what are we going to do here? So I do feel that that heightened his motivation at this point. And, you know, we're still early on in this in the show. So it's hard for me to decide what type of person Aaron is or, like, where his integrity lies. But I was just happy to see that in spite of it, he still is relentless. Mm-hmm. You know, whether he gets what sure. he wants, it seems, he's still going to do his job as a lawyer. I feel like that's a problem though mm-hmm. like us not knowing where our main characters integrities lie when we're supposed well, to be rooting for lying. him mm-hmm. when he's supposed to be a lawyer when he's supposed to be trying to get out of jail mm-hmm. for wrong be being wrongfully convicted i feel like we got to know where yeah. his integrities lie so that is a another frustration but also <laughs> but like but seriously like we need to know that as an audience so we know where our main character lies but we also do. it makes it it makes it there are other shows there or shows out there that you have a protagonist that you that have Values and like that are kind of in the, the gray area mm-hmm. where you're not sure, and like you still like them and you still like want to see them do good things. So, no, it, I, I agree with that, yeah. but I just want him to, I want it to be said, hey, I'm doing what I need to do, bad, that good, might or whatever. Be open for our own interpretation, yeah. And yeah. like, sure. like maybe, that's, maybe that's why, maybe that's what the writers want, us yeah. To yeah, I was gonna do. say, like, like, there's anti heroes, yeah. What would we do? And, and there's definitely anti heroes and heroes, like, I just want them to say, hey. If he's an anti-hero, fine. Or if he, I mean, not not all the way to that, but like, just give us something or somewhat tell us so we can have an, an understanding. So we're like, no, he didn't cheat the system this week, or he just being a good guy this week. <laughs> not it's this like, week. but you know, so, I think no, that we'll seriously. get more the, more of that. And I think what they did a good job in tonight was just showing with the judge who we can talk about after I say yeah. this because I know you want to get there, but just showing that or reminding us that he still not only is he against this whole criminal justice system, but as far as education comes in mm-hmm. and as far as his credibility as a lawyer, he's still learning how to be a lawyer and how to mm, navigate exactly. it successfully. That's, that's exactly. And so I think that shows us, too, like where his integrity, that's still something that he has to, to figure out. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be enough room to kind of discover that. Now, 
I do think it should be sorted sooner rather than later. <laughs> but it was a good reminder of like, oh, this guy is in jail. Yeah. And he became a lawyer in jail. And so he's still trying to figure out how this, how this system works. Yeah. And not only that, I'm working to free clients when I really just want to spend my time working to free myself. But I can't right. do that. So. Yeah. Well, and it also is a way to keep him distracted yes. and also learn as much as possible so he could fight his own case and find a way to you know, figure out what's wrong, what's wrong with his, like, case file and, and his, you know, investigations mm-hmm. or whatever comes out, out of it. Why didn't he just say that to the to the client this week? And I'm like, hey, at the end of the day, you know I'm doing don't the best know. for you, but I'm also looking out for me. Because I don't have to. And, I mean, when you he found have... out anyways, it didn't really it didn't change anything. anything. And I think it... anybody who allows him to represent <laughs> them, they know. Like, they already know. Like, Aaron is in I mean, this for was... himself, but what do I have to lose at this point? Come on, bro. Homie was pissed. He was just like, oh, you he just, was. like, talked to my brother? He wasn't mad, uh, mad. He was, he was just, just disappointed. Like, oh, man, you should have told me. Like, why you ain't letting me know? There was a moment. He did. Yeah, have to the, recover. Uh, to be fair, he did have to recover from it, and just going on the idea or the theme of brotherhood, mm-hmm. right? That's an easy friction point when it comes to being your brother, or just if we talking like black man to black man. So mm-hmm. I get it, but at the end of the day, it's not uncommon, especially to Emily's point. Like, there's so many lawyer shows with lawyers who are mm-hmm. sketch or like navigating this weird, blurry sense of line. True. But so let's talk about the judge because. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, how many? Show of hands. Show of hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but John, let, let us know, like, exactly what was your issue. Who took issue with the lawyer? I mean, with the judge. Uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, kind of, sort of. But my oh. issue with the judge isn't really fair. That's why I'm going to say it's in the middle. Because, unfortunately, as I'm watching this courtroom full of African-American men, I'm wanting the judge to be rooting for Aaron Wallace. I'm wanting him to be on his side and to see, mm-hmm. you know, him going hard and to see another brother, these two wrongfully accused men, and for him to have some type of morals in there. That's why I said it's, like, not quite fair, because at the end of the day, if Aaron Wallace wasn't coming with the facts and if he was lacking in any way, mm-hmm. I also can respect a judge that's like, if this is the path that you're going to take, I expect excellence from you at every moment, and this is your practice now, so get it yeah. right. I so mean, I'm, like, in the middle. See, I know, I love uh, I'm in the middle. I, I completely I disagree. I'm so torn. We're all going to get into fights right now. It's okay. Go ahead. So it's Go okay. Ahead. So, I mean, I, I like how the fact that he said, I mean, it was rough and it was some tough love where the judge was like, next time do better, which I know that in this situation, like, I, I see your point where I'm like, yeah, he should have been on Aaron's side and because I, I honestly, in my opinion, I thought Aaron was going to win the case. Yeah. And I was rooting for him. And I was like, oh, man, it's going to turn around and the judge is going to be on his side. But he still is on Aaron's side, even though he didn't give him the win. Right. Mm-hmm. He just said, hey, this is a learning <laughs> moment for you as a lawyer because, you know, you didn't get the right cases. You still, like, maybe he can come back and, and write a full case on, like, why that should be ruled this way. Like, there's ways to do it that Aaron still needs to learn. But I also feel the frustration that Aaron should have gotten the win. I don't think that he should have gotten Aaron the win. Went, so mm-hmm. I was, I was glad <laughs> I that he, like, 
I was glad that he didn't get the win because I don't want every episode yeah, to be Aaron winning. Yeah, but you have to have the ups and downs so to struggle. You I get do. It. Yeah. I appreciate that. Two, I do think that the judge was rooting for Aaron yeah, and like exactly. wanting him to win. I think this display of like tough love was what was necessary, and he did what he could within his power. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see how he could do anything different given like the facts or you know mm-hmm. the case or what 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 had to be shown in order for him to abandon like precedence or everything else and i think this will be a moment that defines aaron as a lawyer and it will help him in trying to uh enlist the best strategy moving forward like he said how are you gonna have an idea <laughs> after the fact but not have it up front yeah, yeah. if it's, it's like, in your pocket you yeah. gotta be ready to pull it out it's your like pocket. presenting something after <laughs> you presented it yeah. you're like oh wait hold on i missed something it's like no sorry. can i do it now <laughs> i'm gonna just yeah. i'm gonna just disagree with all of y'all okay, okay. 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 on some different points a little bit okay because <laughs> i don't think it's all about i don't think the uh the judge was helping Aaron in any in any aspect. He might have been maybe somewhat nice in the fact that he said maybe next time. But at the end of the day, there is no next time when you're in jail. Like you said, like there is no next time with life or death. You're playing if the judge is saying maybe next time, he's playing around with someone else's uh, sentence. See what I'm saying? So like there is no tough love. There is no being a big brother. You called him out. You said, "Oh, you didn't have this earlier." Oh, why didn't you think about that? This is your first time here. Like, those are all demeaning messages. Those are not big problems. All right, now, demeaning. Hey, hey, yes. If it wasn't... Let me just... Go ahead. No. Let him him say it. Like like I... (laughs) They're demeaning statements that was also said... By uh, said that by the prosecutor, by other judges, the DA, they, yeah, that's the, true. DA, like these are same things that are being said to him by people, like by one person to another person to a different judge to a different DA. They're all look looking down on him, speaking down to him, and everything. And I just didn't like it. Well, I don't think that he's speaking down to him as a prisoner. I think it's important for a judge to remove that side of it. If, if you're going to be somewhat unbiased, if you're rating your experience as a lawyer, then that's what I'm going on. And I feel like if it wasn't Aaron, if it was somebody else that was seeing the same thing, I don't feel that his response would have been different. different. And because I mean, of that, yeah. I don't feel like. I mean, I like think the judge was treating Aaron as if he was a lawyer and not mm. a prisoner. Okay. And I think what we keep seeing is almost this bully situation when he goes in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you saw this, when you saw it as another bullying situation, as opposed to it just a judge being a judge, because mm-hmm. we're watching episode after episode and we're like, mm-hmm. every time he, he goes in there, they like are just cutting him to pieces. Yeah. So if he's doing the same thing, this judge is doing the same thing as the other judge <laughs> in the past. Why is it different this time? Because the other judges were just doing it because they didn't believe in him. And I feel like this judge was, was just calling him out on places where he failed. And they but gave like, him instructions. But the thing is, Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You just said we don't, we don't, do we that. don't think that this judge 
was against Aaron. We don't know if this judge liked him or not. We don't know if the other judges liked him or not. Mm-hmm. We're all just saying our different opinions. And I'm telling you, if he's doing the same thing that um, dude from last week said, he's the same person to me. Okay, that's, well, that's, that's yeah. fine. We're going mean, to leave that there. Uh, you guys can let us know in the live chat, you know, any opinions, what you think about the judge. We keep the conversation going on social media. In the meantime, let's go ahead and move forward because we did get to see a bit of Aaron's outside life, mm-hmm. um, particularly uh, between Marie and Darius. Now, I know I wasn't here last week, but so... Are y'all rooting for Marie and Darius? Are y'all still? I know we was hating on him because he was the best friend. We was hating. We, or, we're, we're on the same page. Come on. Don't say we. There's two of us that are against this come match. On. No, I could be against them, but this ain't hate. It's <laughs> <laughs> just facts, dog. <laughs> like, this is real life. <laughs> this is real life. But okay, so picking a side, how do you guys fare now? Um, what do you think of the dynamic with Marie and Darius? Are you still rooting for that relationship? Uh-uh. What? I am uh-uh. not rooting for Darius and Marie at all. I, um, I'm i still trying to understand where he is coming from. Um, I'm still trying to understand if he thinks that Darius, I mean, if he thinks that Aaron is innocent or not. And I'm also not understanding why he doesn't empathize with Marie more. That's my mm-hmm. biggest issue. There seems to, for it seems like he he doesn't feel what she's feeling, and he's not trying to make it better. He's just trying to cut it off. And to me, that's coming off as being insecure. Yeah. Really, well, insecure. It, it comes off as in control or, or insecure, and also very controlling, which makes me uncomfortable. And watching it, and also it just Darius makes from all the moments we've seen so far, it doesn't make me feel like he actually cares for the family or even the daughter. Like, it shows, and she's upset about it too. So it just makes me feel like he inserted himself in a way that, like, wasn't it, uh, wasn't positive. Yeah. Okay. He would come and be like, Marie, I understand where you're coming from. I can mm-hmm. understand you still want to be there for him. Yeah. But right now, this is like, a very no sticky compassion. and tricky situation. I think it would be best. We have not seen that side mm-hmm. of Darius. All we Just see is him yelling. No, stop. Yeah. Don't do it. Exactly. Like, he's supposed to be the best friend. He's yeah. supposed to be like the. Yeah. You could have said, he's he my best friend decision. too. He's my best friend too. We just can't be there for him right now. Say something like that. Don't say, no, don't talk to him. No, he's guilty. Like, dog, we don't know nothing yeah, about, about you. you. <laughs> Kick rocks. <laughs> Kick rocks. Okay. Point blank, period. Well, don't, don't, don't act like you my best friend and be like, to my wife, nah, he ain't going. To my wife. Yes. He, he ain't getting out. Even if he is, it's why are you worried like about it? You should be worried about me. Dog. Okay, so it hopefully. also shows, it also shows right. she has no compassion for his best friend. If that was your Facts. best friend, that why would you friend. do that? That's well, right. we knew that wasn't his best so, friend when he slept with the wife. Well, Facts. I know, but still. Okay, <laughs> oh. guys, perfect. I'm gonna say what I gotta say. Perfect, understood. But look, I'm gonna say what Please I gotta down, say, y'all. and then we could go forward. So I disagree. You know, I do think that there's so much unknown about the the. Darius, um, I think that they're sitting on that for a reason, which is fine. In this episode, he did say, you know, I love him as much as anybody else, rah, 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 which I'm cool with. But I also think there's this very real, like, quality to the show. And you have to understand, at the end of the day, Aaron was convicted and sent to prison for the rest of his life for doing something. Darius, in his capacity, has decided to believe that or take it for what it is. Mm -hmm. And he now feels that his responsibility to his family could be to his friend or 
especially to Marie, is to try to guide her in an avenue that's not going to get her caught up. Let's not forget, in this episode, she had to deal with the DAs from Mm -hmm. the, you know, from the forgery and all this mess. So I feel that he had every right to be, like, angry and upset. And I can understand why somebody who is taking assessment of the system and sees it for what it is, can be telling you, like, leave that alone. It's not going to get you anywhere. You got no business dealing with that mess. It's not going to change. He's going to be in jail forever. So who who gave him the right to say anything? Well, what do you mean? Who who gave him the right to say <laughs> one? He don't word. got a right to say anything. Well, we know that he ain't got I mean, a right to in a relationship. Hey, he's he ain't in a, got, right. They hey, live together. Come out. That's together. fine. I don't care. You ain't got a you ain't got a right to say they anything. They can't talk about, to each other. No, <laughs> you don't have a right to say anything about my daughter that's out of line. You don't have anything to say uh, anything crazy to say about my husband who's out of line. Like, or that's out of line. You don't have that right to talk. According to you. Because according to her, she really don't have a problem so with it's, it's with a, it's a conversation, right. Marie. Like, we haven't seen that conversation of Marie saying, hey, here's the limits. This is, this is what I need. And these are the guidelines. And this is how much time I'm going to talk to Aaron. This is how, like, it, it, no. we haven't seen. I mean, I don't know what those rules from, are. Kyra Reese from the live chat yes. says. He's just trying to protect Marie, but it is all about delivery. And that's I can take that, but agreed, you know what? I, what my yes. thing is, uh, that's fine. But just to go off of who gives him the right, I feel like it's similar with uh, Jasmine's boyfriend, who was like, "She got no business. She's not gonna be coming up here. She got to focus on school." <laughs> yes. It's no different. Oh, so you so you would have yeah. hey, yeah. you would have thought totally different than what I said last oh, week. Oh man, that yeah. was hey, a, yeah, because a boyfriend can get it. Yeah. They, both boyfriends <laughs> can get it. Like neither of them are good. They're both trash. Like get the heck out of here. You don't you don't go oh, for Lord. a dude. My best friend wife first off and then also you don't come at me like you grown when you a boy that just got another teenager <laughs> pregnant kick rocks both wow. of them wow okay that's where I'm at well, I just want to talk a little bit about Maria before we get into special segment and news and yeah. gossip but so because I feel that on this episode we got to see just how difficult of a position she's in as well just mm-hmm. trying to decide and, and it really brought up the question of like loyalty when you are that intimate with the person or let's say if me and em- we're all friends here but me and Emily are best friends naturally her loyalty is going to extend further than yours or yours so i saw her doing that but still just trying to decide how far does that go and i felt like or you guys did you feel by the end of the episode that i know she was influenced by people but she was starting to pull back herself a little bit Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I started to feel her pull back and I really hated seeing everyone just kind of forcing her to turn her head mm-hmm. on Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have kids, but I can only imagine that you always want the absolute best for your child. And what that is in this situation is to have your dad there while you're about to, you know, have a child and mm-hmm. for him to be out and be a grandparent. So she's in such a tough situation and whatever decision she makes, it's going to have to be something that's true to herself. She's going to have to stand on it because she's not going to have the support of anyone but her daughter. But at the end of the day, that's all you need. Yeah. I mean, she pushed back and it was rightfully so because everybody that was giving her opinions are not in the family. And I when I say the family, Aaron, the daughter, Aaron, and herself. The, yeah. Right. And I just just yeah. those three because those are the ones that are important in this situation. Yeah. So was it the um her boss, like the nurse, mm-hmm. or not her nurse, but her boss, her um, the DA, mm-hmm. anyone and everybody that was giving her messages, in my opinion, can kick rocks because they Mind don't your business. I mean, yeah. but like seriously, like yeah. just let her make her decisions. Obviously she's going to 
do what's best for the um, her husband that's in jail, but she also needs to learn that she can't do that because she has to think about um, her yeah. daughter. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I, it's her and Aaron. They need to think about the outside, yeah. like the daughter and wife. Yeah, right. I think this was like a reality check for her when the when the DA mm-hmm. you know showed up. You know, they had three people. Like that's scary. She didn't know what was happening, mm-hmm. and it was a reality check for her that like this is real life. Like she can get. She could get time too for doing, yeah. for tampering with evidence and you know forgery, and it you know it, it is a a really big deal, and so she needs to be careful. And so this was kind of like, hey, you didn't necessarily get caught now. I mean, she got caught, but like there wasn't they right at least right you now got we don't kind of caught, but not yeah, caught they enough. Got, yeah, they didn't get like they didn't say here's all the evidence that we have. Um, yeah, it, it could only go so it far. Could, I think it'll be so interesting to, to watch see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think that was something that we all had saw from the first episode, just that this is going to come back. This is something that's going to be examined. And so we got to see that come out in this episode. Now, to your point, uh, it looks like it's gone as far as it can go for now, just because there's no real proof or the CO said they couldn't see um you know, whatever the story was, they went with it long enough to where it looks like it's in a good place. Do you guys think that this is going to come back later or are we done with it? I think that has just put a very sour taste in the warden's mouth. I mm-hmm. think that from here on out, she's going to be skeptical about the things he brings up in court. I think that he's going to have to be really clean and precise now about how he moves, which ultimately is only going to make him a better lawyer. But I'm just afraid on how that's going to... Um, have a hold on him because certain things he doesn't have access to but now he knows that all eyes are on him definitely and i think the security is going to just up like Mm -hmm. i think there's going to be more eyes on him they're going to want like the um the correctional officers are going to be watching him i mean he has friends in there but you know it could take a second for them to to turn on him and easily go left yeah and the warden's gonna be you know the fact that she didn't really bring up the issue when he had when she had him privately had Aaron privately in in her office was really telling that she's either waiting for a shoe to drop she's waiting to get more information and gather it or you know yeah I think she was starting to 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 pull back as well but I do think too we could use this Jeff as like another instance of seeing that display like what type of character are you because at the end of the episode the only reason that he went to get the intel on the drug trafficking is because he knew he needed something in his bag to Mm -hmm. get the warden back in his good graces yeah I agree and it's it's gonna be interesting to see I think it is going to come back up. Yeah. And I just don't know if it's going to be the DA or the warden that's going to bring it back mm. up. I'm going to just leave it at that. Okay. Interesting. Okay, well, let's go ahead and jump into our special segment for Life and Black. Yes. Please tell us something. <laughs> let's bring it on down. <laughs> no offense. I got I to gotta correct you. Okay. It's, it's for Life and Black. And, and Back. Oh. For, oh. for Life and Back. I thought for it was for Life, life and, and Black. black. <laughs> black History Month. So you was just right week? here. Hey, you know it what? For, for the last week of Black History Month, it is for Life and Black. <laughs> okay, yes. come on. No, okay, no. But the, the special segment, For Life and Back, is where we highlight different people that are wrongfully convicted and they are getting exonerated from jail. So for this week, we wanted to talk about Andre Hatchett. He was he served 25 years in prison, wrongfully convicted of murder. He was actually tried twice, and then the second time, um, despite um, being 
physically incapable of doing the murder that they showed through medical, he was still convicted, and they didn't use that. So in March uh, March 10th of 2016, Andre was acquitted, or exonerated, sorry about that. And um, I just wanted to shout out the DA Ken Thompson and his Conviction Integrity wow. Unit, because after that, um, they went on to exonerate 19 other people. Wow. wow. Yes, that's the so. impact oh So that's huge. So, yeah, that is a special segment where we're just people? highlighting different people that are being exonerated for wrongfully convicted um, sentences. Yeah, I love that. Wow. I think the show does a great job of just bringing that up in our minds. And so, you know, thank you for bringing that, you know, each and every week because it just puts it more into context. Like the mm-hmm. world, you know, that we live in, we just don't see the people and we just don't yeah. uh, tend to show that kind of compassion yeah. or, or empathy. Well, so it also shows that, that even though we are watching a drama, it is real life. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is based on a real person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people have to live this every day. For and sure. So, and that is happening And it's so happening much. so much. Yeah. So often. It's heartbreaking. So, all over the world. But speaking of real life, Let's get into the real life news and gossip mm. that comes with All the right, that show. comes with this show. <laughs> All right. That? So uh, ABC had an article that came out this morning. It was an interview with actor Nicholas Pinnock, who plays Aaron Wallace. And uh, he talks about how uh, for life, where he hopes to change the way we see network TV. Uh, he doesn't just believe his new network TV show. Uh, he does believe that it can save lives. Um, it can save a network too. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, social. So let's see. Pinnock was initially skeptical if ABC was the right home for this edgy and inventive show, but he's been impressed by the network's backing. Uh, I think it's going to change the shape and the way network television is viewed and how it can move forward and compete with the likes of streaming channels like Netflix and Amazon and Apple and really, really challenge the outlook of network television. People initially will think, oh, legal drama, it's going to be procedural like so many network procedural shows that we've seen. But this is completely different. It's a legal family and prison drama. So, again, you can read that. You can read all about what he talks about and how he thinks the show is going to change the network. Perfect. That was really cool. I love it. And something really cool that I wanted to share with you guys is the character that played Hassan. He and I shared an episode on Laugh Tracks, episode 12. So that's really cool. We've never met in person, but I thought it was so ironic that I'd be doing the after show for Mm. 4 Life, and I saw him on the trailer, and he's been supporting After Buzz, and he's probably watching tonight, so shout out to you. His name is Felonious Monk. I was so proud to see him. He's a comedian. So to see him um, do this drama lets me know he's very versatile very talented. I was going to say, the range. My guy got a range. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. He was so fantastic in this episode, too. we can get him on. Yeah. I would love to have you. Love to have you. All right, we're going to shout you out. (laughs) (laughs) You heard that, so uh, pass us in. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to stalk your social. For sure. (laughs) You just got to form a problem. (laughs) Okay, but, so before we get out of here, did you guys have any uh, quick predictions? Your afternoon. Predictions always I kind of teased it earlier. I think the warden is going to either not flip, but definitely show her. She's going to be kind of rude towards Aaron. She's kind of going to show like her position. I don't want to. I don't. I don't think she's going to. She's not going to turn on him, but she's definitely going to say, "Hey, 
I'm in control. I don't really care what you're doing. Stop doing stupid stuff. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said she might use the footage later down the line. Got you. Mm, I got a prediction. What's it? I think Darius is going to go give Aaron a visit. Oh, I like that. That's a good one, right? He better. Oh. I, think they are, I think he's going to go up there and they are going to have a little standoff, a little man-to-man. Yes. And I would love to see it. I'm here for oh. about you. So I, the trailer showed that we get to see more uh, the perspective uh, from his wife. And so I'm excited to kind of see her perspective on how that night and how the whole, maybe we see more into the trial. Mm. Maybe we see more into how he got convicted, kind of how that whole lead up. Because yeah. really we, we started in prison where he is. So I feel like we're going to get a lot of more, a lot more backstory. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a lot more history of how that relationship how their relationship is, and it might kind of give us an insight into how they're going to deal with present. Okay. I think that'll happen for sure. I mean, they did leave us with him getting mm-hmm. a copy of his of, police yes. file. That's going to so lead to I'm so much. that we are going to see some kind of conflict with Aaron and the system that be. I want to see something mm-hmm. threatening, just something that gives him, you know, like real, real conflict for him. Because up until this point, we've been seeing it with other people, other players. So I'm thinking that that's what mm-hmm. we can look forward to. You guys can all let us know what you're looking forward to in the chat. You can find us all over the socials and meet us back here. So we're back in two weeks, March the 10th at 7 p.m. for the after show. Follow me all over at Keith underscore Andre. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Emily May Heller. And you guys can follow me at Jeff Will Jr. on all social media platforms. All social media platforms. Find me at Dot McDonald. Later. See ya. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 